Is my lighting very warm today? It looks warm. I didn't put my ring light on any warmer setting, but it looks like red. I look orange. That's. I'm glad that I'm. I'm glad that you are are so enamored by aesthetic that you make sure that you have the aesthetic right for a video that ostensibly only I am going to see. Well, I still like. I don't want to strain your eyes. I would think that warm wouldn't strain your eyes as much. Okay, I just wasn't sure if it would be grading. I was just trying to be considerate. God. I mean, I appreciate it. I do. I had a timer going for when I need to check the RuPaul's Drag Race Superstar app so I can get a free fashion chest again. I'm stopping that so it doesn't uh, interrupt our podcast time. I have that bitch running on clockwork. We're not sponsored. I wish we were. I wish we were. I love my little dress-up game. I'm, I'm glad you have your little dress-up game. I have a Diablo 4. How is that? You mentioned that you were playing it yesterday. Yeah, I've been playing it quite a bit. It's uh, it's good. Good. It's good so far. I don't know what it's about, but I know that people really want to fuck like most people in that game. The The main villainess is Lilith. Yeah, bitches really want to fuck her. Is there someone named Virgil? Virgil? Not that I know of. Uh, Vega. This is Devil May Cry 4. Maybe it's a different Devil May Cry that has a Virgil. Let me look it up real quick. It's not Devil May Cry. It's Diablo 4. Diablo. Sorry, I was thinking Devil May Cry. My bad. I I just realized that I've been mixing the two up. I don't know what either of them are about, but Diablo sounds like a demon thing. And so does Devil. That's why. That's why. That's all. You you never cease to astound me. Sorry. Anyway, daily question. You know, we already did this yesterday, but I would still like to go over this again. Um, we We never really did Patreon episodes with specific topics, and I would like if you gave me a brief summary of what COINTELPRO is, or if you gave the listeners, because you said yesterday that you couldn't do it, and then you did it really concisely, actually, and it was great. So that's my daily question. Tell me what COINTELPRO is, please. Ah, uh, you're going to make me work please? at it again. I don't remember what I said yesterday. That's the thing. Yes. Was it the FBI or CIA? I'll say what it's I remember. F- it's the FBI. FBI. They're basically. Okay, you tell me. The, Apparently you got it. Basically, the FBI... Uh, had a secret program that they had where they would target leftist groups. They did things like sending letters to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. telling him to kill himself. On the podcast last night, we did say that we believed that the FBI killed Martin Luther King. And I don't think that is a controversial opinion. Like, I don't think that's an unsafe opinion to express. It's kind of, it feels like an open industry secret, doesn't it? It really does. Like, they super killed Martin Luther King yeah yeah also i didn't know that the guy was named after like the theologian martin luther uh for a while but then i did a a project it was like a history fair project in sixth grade on martin luther and that was also when i learned how to use like how to make a website uh and it was on like weebly or something i don't even know if that site still works but i was utterly enamored i thought it was so so fun and mom of course was the one who suggested that i do it on martin luther and the 95 theses and then i learned about all that shit and i was like wow that was crazy he really stuck it to the catholic church and then protestantism turned into a plague as well so like what can you do he was he he was against most of the bad stuff from the church and that wasn't really his fault i guess yeah you're about to say but what he do then he's he was anti-Semitic for one thing. Was he really? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. God damn. Okay, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't... Okay, I can't say I don't trust any religious figures. Well, actually, I, I can. I can say that. I don't know if that's you a... You can totally say that. I don't know if that's a sweeping generalization to make, but it's not like it's an unpopular opinion either. I don't know. 
You're just fire, firing off all the hot takes today. I figure first five minutes of the podcast might as well drive off the losers up front and just keep the people who are devoted around. You know, keep the keep the, keep the real homies, the real fans around. That's a good policy. My house is really hot. This is bad. This is not good. Why is your house hot? I don't know. You fucking tell me. It's the sun's out. That's the problem. I turned down the thermostat behind Shiloh's back, and I'm still hot. So honestly, that might just... Oh, shit. I forgot that I read an article about medication that inhibits your body's ability to regulate heat. And wouldn't you know it, the two pills I'm on, Lexapron and Wellbutrin, do that. And they make you overheat and they make you dehydrated. Oh, hey guys, if you're on Lexapro, Lexapro or Wellbutrin, um, or actually there were like 30 different meds on the list. Look, Google if your meds can cause dehydration or overheating because you'll probably need to be hydrating a little extra during the summer. I'm glad I remembered that actually. As TV hydrates. Do you have water next to you? No, I have a bit of chai tea. I don't know if that's hydrating. I assume it is. It wets my whistle. Black tea is caffeinated and not that's not hyd- that's not hydrating. It's got like milk, not milk. You're lactose intolerant, aren't you? Yeah, yeah it's got soy milk. That's probably good enough. Sorry, we haven't said anything super funny yet, so you haven't said the drop yet, and I don't know what to do. All my funny juices. Well, there are actually there are actually a couple of spots when I was thinking about doing the drop because it'd be really funny to do it there, but then you kept blazing on ahead. It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, one of whom is feeling the effects of the edible that they had uh, a little while ago. And it's going to try to hold it together because this is not the first time we've recorded this podcast. This is a second attempt. So I have to try to remember all the bits that I did last night. And anyway, the other one is CV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. Micah gave it away, but I'm Stevie. I use he, they pronouns. And I was pretty high when we recorded last night. So honestly, I don't remember a lot of it either. But for a different reason, I am not high this time. Which is new. <laughs> it's a, that's a fun that's a fun first time in a few months for the podcast. So like I guess I'll be the one keeping it together, which is bad because you're the one who has who's bringing all of the segments, all of the segments, all of the news. Yeah, a lot of reading. A yeah. lot of reading. We can we can take turns. I never get to read anything for segments. No, I'm too much of a control freak. All right. Okay. I thought that maybe I would read the Brachiosaurus facts. That's a spoiler. I thought that maybe I would read cool facts later. It, it, it's fine. I mean, they, they pretty much, <laughs> given how often we do Dinosaur Corner, mm-hmm. it really shouldn't be a surprise for folks that we're going to be talking about Brachiosaurus. This is a cool guy. Personally, huge fan of the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. But before we talk about the Brachiosaurus, we have to eat our vegetables. How? Vegetables is news. Yeah, it's time for the news. <laughs> That was awful. Gee, Jesus Christ. Okay. Our first headline. Fort Bragg becomes Fort Liberty, an army's most prominent move to erase Confederate names from his bases. Good and bad. Good in theory. No, it's it's good. Okay, that part is good, but their motivation... Uh, they shed its uh, Confederate namesake Friday to become Fort Liberty in a ceremony some veterans said was small, but important step in making the U.S. Army more welcoming to current and prospective black members. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing, ain't it? Like, I would, I would say just, like, universally, 
yeah, fuck those guys. Don't memorialize those guys. They're fucking criminals and pieces of shit. But like, just to make it, just to make the RBC more welcoming. No other yeah. reason, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Well, the Imperial Corps is gonna Imperial Corps. Yeah. Didn't you say enlistment is down? Enlistment is down all across the board because nobody wants. Everybody remembers Iraq. Everybody <laughs> remembers Afghanistan. Pretty widely unpopular events. Yeah, so it's no surprise that people are like, you know what? I don't want to have to go kick down doors somewhere. Like, I'll sit this one out. This seems like loser shit, actually. There was a post that went around Tumblr with the screenshot of the statistics uh, along the lines of 75% of Americans are too, like, fat, lazy, and depressed to join the military. And the caption, of course, was, and with your help, we can make it 100%. But you said that they took away... Okay. You said they said took. They lowered the requirements. Lowered the requirements. They didn't take away the requirements. They didn't take them away, but they did lower them. Boo! Boring. You're not going to get anybody else. Nobody wants in. It's a shitty club. That's your Stevie hot hot tip of the day. The army the is army. just a shitty club. It's a shitty club. <laughs> we're we're going to lose any uh, vets that we have as listeners. I would be. I won't be uncharitable. Maybe they got duped into it because they, they were told that it would pay for their college and now they're radicalized. Maybe we've still got some. If that's you, I'm sorry, fucko. That's a that's a rough deal. Glad you're glad you're back with us. Rest of you. I suppose that our, our remaining right wing audience has probably departed by now. <laughs> yeah, we generally don't get nearly this political in the first uh, 15 11 minutes, minutes but we yeah. are. I think it's because we already recorded all this last night, and we are we already are, are keyed up. I got from how my, political we got last night when we were talking. I got I listen. I I came I I know what I came here to do. Also, this is wholly unrelated. You said that we had listens from Buckingham Palace earlier. No, I said we had listens from the city of Westminster, which is where Buckingham Palace is. Oh, I was about to say, there's no way you can pinpoint it to a building. You're bullshitting me. Okay, so that doesn't even matter then. Wait. Yeah, but it's a really small area. Buckingham is like... Buckingham Palace is right in the middle of Westminster City, or City of Westminster. Is Buckingham Palace like the big, the big, the big one? Yeah, it's the big one. Okay, it's not like the summer home. That's like a different place. Gotcha. You know, for some reason, I thought that the palace for England or whatever would be in a bigger city. Well, West City of Westminster is part of the city of London. That's not both cities then. I th- one is an area and a ci- I don't think they should call them both cities. Or I don't know. The city of, it's, it's complicated the way that they, they they do it. I don't it <sighs> England sucks. All I'm saying England sucks. Uh given the fact they conquered nearly a quarter of the planet and have their little fingers in 90% of it for much of their empire's existence. Those sticky uh, fingers. I think a lot of people would agree England kind of does suck. England sucks. I was about to say putting fingers, but then, I remember, but then that made me think of putting fingers wrong, and that's like a whole different thing. So stay focused, stay focused. Okay, we were talking about the news. What are we supposed to be talking about? We were talking about how Fort Liberty uh, used to be called Fort Bragg, but they changed their name. Oh, yeah, okay. So you, th- you think we should move on from this one? Yeah, I mean, I said what I needed to say. I got really political. Okay, fucking hold on. Sorry, I'm too keyed up. Stevie is rolling away from the uh, mic. Stevie's rolling back to the mic. Stevie is holding up an eyedropper of, I assume, party favors. It was party favors. Good to go. Tastes like chocolate. Indeed. Our next headline. Uh-huh. 
Georgia gun shop owner shutters store after mass shootings targeting children. Yeesh. I'm not against the Second Amendment, he said, but just with my conscience, I can't sell it because I don't know who it's going to affect and hurt. Mm, yeah. A gun store owner near Atlanta said he is closing his store after his conscience was burdened by recent mass shootings that targeted young victims. John Waldman, 43, opened Georgia Beliscus... Beliscus. Jesus, I did it again. I said that last time. You said the exact same thing. (laughs) Let me try that again. John Waldman, 43, opened Georgia Ballistics in Duluth in March 2021, and post-pandemic business has been steady ever since, he said. But a pair of recent attacks, one at a Christian school in Nashville, Tennessee, and another inside an Atlanta hospital, were the final straws for Waldman. Inside a hospital? Inside a hospital, yeah, there, there, there was a shooting there. Holy fuck. Who said that his shop was already closed and he plans to have all weapons cleared out by June 15th. Mm. There's no guilt about it. I sell to law-abiding citizens, Waldman said Thursday. Well, here's the thing. With most mass shootings, they were legally obtained guns anyway. Yeah. So I understand his sentiment, and I know it makes him feel better Yeah. to, to think that, but... I get what he's going for. Like, obviously, he didn't know of anybody who had intentions nefarious intentions that is it's so easy to get a gun in this country that the black market for guns is like i feel like it's not as big a market as people seem to think it is (laughs) like yeah it happens there's black markets for everything but like can't you like go to walmart and get a gun in some areas i don't know i don't know if you can anymore but yeah you still can last i checked hey that's wild why is the grocery go store got guns in it? Because Walmart sells everything, including uh, death sticks. Hmm. That's interesting. I remember when I was a kid, I haven't seen them in the Walmart near us in a while. But I remember as a kid that it was next to da, 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 the children's bicycle section. Yay. <laughs> That's fucking weird. That's fucking weird. Anyway, I digress. Uh, but yeah, so that is... Uh, that's that headline. I admire his convictions. At the heart of it, I think there are good convictions. Um, no, I agree. But jeepers. Uh, he, he went on to say, he, he said he reached the point of worrying that any weapon he sells, even to someone who will never commit a crime, could end up in the wrong hands. Yeah, easily. Very, very easily. I'm not against the Second Amendment, but just with my conscience, I can't sell it because I don't know who it's going to affect and hurt, he said. Mm. That's what eats me, he said. If it can happen, it's only a matter of time until it does happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good on him for uh, closing his gun store. Yeah. Moving on to a to a less depressing topic. Okay. Uh, why orcas keep sinking boats? <laughs> I forgot about this one. I forgot about the, the orcas against the bourgeois. This is delightful. Hit me. I'm experiencing so it all over again. So for the listener that, that, that doesn't know. Uh, a lot of boats off the coast of Spain and Portugal keep getting attacked by a group of orcas. Straight up fucked up. They're tearing into the hulls and shit. I'm imagining that they're doing like that really cool like leap up into the air, belly flop onto it, split it in half. That's not what's happening. But it's cool. But it is cool to think about. Man, whales are fucking big. They are, but orcas aren't quite as big. Wait, killer whales and orcas. Same thing? Question mark? Same thing. Gotcha. I, they, I don't think they should have called them killer whales. That feels mean. Have you seen what they do to seals? <sighs> yeah, but like all animals 
okay, not all, but, like, carnivores are, like, a thing. I don't know. It feels... Mm, how to explain? I take issue with it because it feels like we are assigning a human moral value to a a predator for surviving by being a predator simply because we think the thing that they are eating is cute. Do you know what I mean? I read some very, very fascinating articles, I promise this relates, about, like, veganism for a paper I was writing last semester, and my initial thing was writing about, like, the classism kind of found in that whole, and, like, inherent privilege found in that community. Yeah. But some of the really, really interesting articles I was reading... Uh, we're talking about like the value we place on different animals lives tend to come down to how appealing aesthetically we as people find them and i believe they use the term like anthropocentric something along those lines and i thought that was very interesting because like people do get upset when they think about like eating bunnies or whatever and sometimes they get upset about like eating deer but when it comes to something like uh, like a chicken or like a goat well not goat necessarily but like a cow like you know people don't always think about it but like ones that we think are cute get upset about anyway all that to say i don't think it's fair to call orcas killer whales because you could call a dog a killer dog because it ate a squirrel you know what i mean i don't know I don't think they mean killer in any kind of value judgment. I think it's objectively, these things kill a lot of seals. They're all, killer. All predator animals kill a lot of a lot of things. Is it just because they're big? I don't know. I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to do some Googling. So anyway, mm. a lot of people have started calling these uh, groups of orcas uh, orca comrades and orca saboteurs <laughs> because of, you know, in an act of uh, anti-capitalist solidarity there. I love that for them. But there are two theories mm-hmm. from scientists as to why orcas may be doing this. Mm-hmm. Theory number one, the orcas are just playing around. Just dicking around, just doing some organized sports. Orcas play to learn how to hunt. Mm-hmm. So this theory is they're just playing around, they're learning how to hunt, and they figured out they can attack boats. So more of them start playing around in the same way. That's a little funny. If it does turn out that it was, like, just by accident, that's still a little funny. Because how do you keep them from doing that? How do you teach them, like, no, boat's good, when, like, boats are not good for whales. Like, they shouldn't, you know? I, I, I don't know. How, you can't teach them boats are friends. They will know boats are not friends. Which brings us to the second theory. God, I hope this one's true. The orcas want vengeance. <laughs> Orcas off the Iberian coast like to follow fishing vessels to snag bluefin tuna before fishermen can reel them in. Very enterprising, the ma- by the way. <laughs> Very enterprising. Putting the aquatic mammals at risk of being struck or entangled. Scientists have seen killer whales in these waters with fishing lines hanging from their bodies. Mm. So it's possible that an orca had a bad run-in with a boat in the past is now teaching the other killer whales how to attack the vessels as well. This is heavy-handed, I feel. I've said this before. If this whole shit, you know, Earth, universe, etc., was was like a TV show, I'd say the scriptwriters were like a little heavy-handed, a little tired on this one. And that's been happening increasingly lately. Like, it truly feels like some things that are happening in real life are beyond parody, almost. Like, orcas getting revenge on, on fishing boats for harming them and the environment. That's... Yeah, like, yeah, they might as well. 
It's like that fucking elephant that stomped at that woman at her funeral because she killed her. Yeah, to, for the listener who doesn't know about that story, yeah. the elephant, first the elephant killed a lady, and then the elephant showed up at her funeral and stomped all over her again. But didn't she kill the lady because the lady killed the elephant's relative? I don't. I don't know. The let me let me double reason. check. Stop trying to get my fucking email. Sorry, animals.howstuffworks.com really wants my email address. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, Snopes.com. Thank you. An Indian woman was reportedly trampled to death by an elephant said to have returned to her funeral later that same day terrorized the village and attacked her during that funeral um however the snopes newsroom has yet to find an official statement from law enforcement or government agency verifying the incident as of writing this 2022 here's what we know one of the elephants arrived there suddenly and took the corpse from the pyre reported the indian newspaper the print trampled her body chucked it and fled crazy wasn't it that like okay what i heard that was it that was it that was it okay this part is important came across social media users which is where i heard this that the woman threw stones at the elephant while poachers took away the elephant's baby that was the rumor circulating was that the elephant was getting revenge for her baby killed the lady stomped her funeral snopes said they didn't find any news publications reporting that specific detail but those rumors led to speculation that it was revenge um that is very interesting uh but none of the news publications reported that the woman was harassing elephants or assisting poachers i don't know that a newspaper would want to report that unfavorable angle i don't know anyway they I'll, might they, if it sells if it sells more newspapers perhaps so maybe it is unfounded the orcas thing however is completely founded and fucking fascinating that is that is buck wild are they like getting into the rudders yeah they're like breaking off the rudders and shit that's crazy that is wild they're just getting on in there yeah and then they're teaching each other yeah because they can talk to each other i hate that they have different whistles and combinations of whistles and clicks and other noises that they do that's basically a language and it's so sophisticated that they figured out that different groups of orcas have different dialects they've got like orca slang that's yeah that's so cool but that is so fucked up so man some of the things some of the some of these fucking animals have really big brains and that makes me very uncomfortable but also kind of in a good way because it's like wow life is so much more complex than we understand but at the same time it's like huh what does that say about the existence of the soul do you know what i mean do you ever think about that it makes me go a little crazy you don't what, think souls are real though, probably right? have a soul Oh, so are you of the opinion that most things have a soul or that nothing has a soul? Uh, I figure most things have a soul. Really? Yeah. That is fascinating. Now, I would like to know what do you consider a soul to be? Are you just, because that can't, it can't be conssciousness. Can it? You're fucked if you think all things have a consciousness. I'm Although, thinking most animals have a consciousness. Okay, obviously, yeah. Well. But I don't, th- I don't think a chair has a consciousness. That's okay, stupid. okay, okay. So you mean like living things? Yeah. How small does it get? Bug? Bugs? Probably have a conscious a consciousness. I know that worms... Bugs can figure out mazes and shit. Bugs can figure out mazes. I know that, like, earthworms, they don't technically have eyes, if I remember correctly, or brains. It's just kind of like a, a nervous system that kind of tells it what to do, but it's pretty simple. But something's still telling it what to do, you know? And if I look at a worm and I say like, oh, well, that's just like nerves and electrical impulses telling it what to do. That's what a brain is. 
That's what a nervous system is. That's crazy. And then your gut affects stuff. Your gut bacteria tell your brain stuff too. This is true. That's so much So if you're just a brain in a jar, would you be a completely different person? I mean, you would. You'd be a brain in a jar, but... Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that removing a lot of the factors that end up, like, forming as a person, not only in terms of, like, nurture, but also, like, the nature part of it also changes pretty extensively when you take out all the other parts of the body that are interconnecting. I don't know how much of my personality the gut bugs are are responsible for. Probably a little. I mean, it's definitely a non-zero amount. Yeah. Maybe at least a portion of my winning personality. Anyway... Animals have big brains, too, and that is frightening and exciting at the same time. You know what animals have the biggest brains? What animals have the biggest brains? If I remember correctly, cephalopods. Cephalopods? Like, proportionally. Oh. Holy shit. The scientific name of orcas, Orcanus orca, comes from the mythical orcus, which is the Roman god of death and the underworld. That is so metal. What? In North America, the indigenous Haida called them Skana, which is a killer demon. What? The Alayat people call them Pelositic, which means feared one. People have exceedingly cool names for the orca. (laughs) Holy shit. It's a bad reputation thing. Okay. Okay, okay. At least in recent pop culture. According to animals.howstuffworks.com slash mammals slash orca-killer-whale.htm. There are plenty of depictions of people-friendly orcas, such as the movie Free Willy and SeaWorld Shamu. Fuck SeaWorld. This podcast hates SeaWorld. So what did the orca do to get this frightening name? Apparently, there's a 1970s movie called Orca, the Killer Whale, starring Richard Harris and Bo Derek, whoever that is, which apparently did for orcas what Jaws did for sharks. Poised orcas as vindictive, bloodthirsty savages, dead set on hunting down the humans responsible for the death of his mate. An angry orca gobbles up each person one by one. According to the movie, next to humans, orcas are the only animals that kill for revenge. Well, you killed his mate. Did you consider not fucking doing that? They didn't attack before you did it. So who's really at fault here? So they're telling me that the protagonist of this movie killed a whale. And I think we're supposed to side with the, with the killer of the whale? Yeah. That's, Boy, that's a 1970s movie for you. Yeah, that's stupid. That's dumb. I I don't like that. Also, I recently learned what Charlie's Angels actually is because I've never seen it. Okay. It was just, like, made to do, like, it it was just supposed to be, like, kind of a sex appeal marketing thing. And because it was a show. I didn't even know it was a TV show, first of all. I didn't know. I didn't know they kept switching out the angels. And I learned recently that they were also... Fucking, that they tried to do a version that I think was called Tony's Boys, if I remember correctly. And it's supposed to be like a gender bent version of it. But the, so it's just guys being run by like a wealthy older woman who's setting these male spies out. But the thing is that Charlie's Angels was supposed to be a subversion of the spy genre initially because it was already super like male saturated with James Bond, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's like Tony's Boys, it's just another spy show. Anyway, I thought that was interesting because I didn't really know anything about that, about that, um, about that series. Why did I start talking about Charlie's Angels? I honestly have no idea. I need you to just know started going off on a tear. But I wasn't going to stop you because it's good content. I forgot what the connecting tissue was. Anyway, orca's good. People, bad. Moral of the story. Yeah, we're on the side of the whales. Oh, 100%. This is a whale, a whale positive podcast. So speaking of large animals. Big fan of large animals. Well, sometimes. We're going to move on to... Uh, Dinosaur Corner. Dinosaur Corner. Raw. Dinosaur Corner. 
Dinosaur Corner. Rawr. Yeah, today's dinosaur is going to be the Brachiosaurus. Big guy, long neck, long fucking neck. Big guy, long fucking neck. And this is 15 facts about the Brachiosaurus. Woo, yeah. All the homies love Brachiosauruses, including young child Stevie, who wanted to ride that thing like a horse and do a little slide down the neck like you see in cartoons. So fact number one. Yeah? Did you know that giraffes are Brachiosaurus descendants? Bullshit. No? Good, because it's not true. Okay. And we're supposed to be filling your heads with knowledge, not nonsense. Okay, now the real facts. They only came up with 14 facts and then realized that 15 sounded better in a search engine. So they gave a bullshit fact for number one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Stupid. So fact number two. Mm-hmm. Their name means arm lizard. There are other long things aside from arms. But... Yeah, I'm assuming they're comparing the neck to an arm. No other part of it is significant enough to be named after an arm. I mean, I wish I could tell you why, but this website only says that. And I don't... we're only going to use this as our sole source of information <sighs> on Brachiosaurus. I would have called it Tree Lizard, personally. There's no flavor text? It's just the heading It's just the heading fact. No flavor text. Yep. Right on. <laughs> fact number three. Mm. They lived during the late Jurassic period. Okay, refresh me. I know it was millions and millions of years ago. How many millions of years ago again was it? Between 199.6 million to 145.5 million years ago. Fuck, that is a lot of years. Okay, it's freaking so my it bean again. So covers a span of more than 50 million years. More than 50 million years. That's so many. Which for scale, for those of you who are trying to wrap your heads around it, human beings, homo sapiens have only been around for, like, 280,000 years. Which is, like, barely... It's, like, barely a little more than a quarter of a million. That yeah. is... That's crazy. Every time I think about that, I think of a conspiracy theory that a professor at community college told me when I was a freshman in college, and it was the wildest thing anyone has ever said to me, and it is a... I don't even know if it's a conspiracy theory because he said it so convincingly. It was really hard to argue with him. Anyway, his name is Kermit. Cool guy. I digress. It's the idea that the earth just like gets destroyed over and over. Not destroyed, destroyed, but like, okay, humans, we develop, whatever. Uh, We blow everything up. Earth survives. We don't. Whole thing resets. You know, we do global warming or an ice age or whatever the catastrophic event is. And then we die. And then like millions and millions of years pass and evolution happens. And then the earth is repopulated with creatures. And then eventually something else sentient that blows the whole thing up. And so he was basically proposing the idea that like even further back than fossils, because we fossils only go so far back based on how like the compression of the earth works and how preservation of bone works. Basically, he was proposing that, like, there were probably civilizations even before the dinosaurs, uh, and we just don't have any evidence of them. That is wild. That's crazy. And here's the thing. Even if it didn't happen before, shit might happen later. We probably won't blow up the whole Earth. We probably won't blow up the whole Earth. We'll just make it uninhabitable for human beings. Oh, yeah. But there'll be some animals that will survive it, and then they'll evolve over millions and millions and millions of years. Bugs. And maybe, and maybe some of them will be tool-using. That's This is specific. They have to be tool-using, large-brained animals, which means they will probably evolve from predators. Really? Because predators typically have larger brains than herbivores. That is interesting to me. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Fascinating. From predators, huh? 
And it's like, what predators even are we talking about? Because like, I don't know, bears or whatever might not be there, but we're going to have all this other freaky shit. Cause like this stuff in the deep ocean will be fine. Probably Mariana trench. We didn't even know what's in there, but it'd be fine. The shit in the Mariana trench won't even know what happened. <laughs> they will have absolutely no awareness that anything changed upstairs and the bugs will probably be good. At least the little ones. Yeah. And then eventually the shit in the Mariana Trench will start emerging little, little by little. Millions of years will pass. And then here we are. But it's not us. It's something different and something freakier because it came out of the giant squids, maybe. Maybe the giant squids. H.P. Lovecraft wrote about um, a, a race of uh, sentient beetles that comes after human beings. Mm, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like regular sized beetles? No, like big ones. Boring. I like the idea of itty bitty little beetles trying to do their thing on top of us. That'd be disastrous. I don't like the idea anymore. <laughs> so fact number four, mm -hmm. Brachiosaurus lived in the Morrison Formation, a Jurassic Age formation covering most of the Western United States. Allosaurus and Stegosaurus also lived in this formation. Okay, so listener, if you're like me, you might be thinking like how geese fly in like a V formation when they're going north for the winter or south for the winter. Um, they're not talking about that kind of formation. They're not talking about like a gymnast routine formation or anything like that. They're just talking about like the formation of the land. It's literally just an area. It's not like a cool line dance. Just in case anybody else thought the same thing. Spotify has given us the ability to do Q&As at specific points in the episode. And I could put a Q&A right here saying, did you think what Stevie thought? And everyone's going to say, no, no, baby, we didn't. But I could also spare myself that torment by not putting a Q&A there and assuming I'm right. We'll see. Indeed. Fact number five. Mm -hmm. They were discovered in 1900 in Colorado by Elmer S. Riggs. Looney Tunes name. It's a real name. Cartoon ass name. Uh, fact number six. Mm -hmm. No detail on him. None. Damn. Yeah, it's just wham, bam, bam on these facts. They're, man, they're whipping these things out. <laughs> so fact number six. Mm -hmm. They were macronarian sauropods, meaning they had long necks, high domed heads, short tails for a dinosaur, and longer front legs than back legs. Macronarian sauropods. They cram so much description in those syllables, and I love that. Okay, macro, big. big. So that means big head, probably. Narian, I don't recognize that root. Do you? I haven't taken any Latin, so I have no idea. I took half a semester of one, and I almost had to be... I'm not going to say that the pot... Well, okay, I was almost... Um, I was almost baker acting myself over that Latin class, and so instead, I dropped out of that class... All good. All good now. Turns out I was not ready to be back on campus, and that class was just way too much. And it wasn't a professor. It was a TA teaching. She was a pretty yeah. bad teacher. <laughs> Most uh, foreign language uh, courses that you, you, you would take as yeah. an undergrad are taught by TAs. I discovered that again this semester when I tried to take Spanish, and the exact same thing happened, minus the almost Baker acting. I went to the first two classes, and I was like, this won't do. <laughs> then I dropped that one, too. So, you know, now I'm getting real. Now I'm like, okay, take a fucking break. This isn't working. Something's got to give. And so I'm just, so just going to work for a little, and it'll be okay. That being said... Sauropod meaning. This is why we have Google.com. Apparently, sauropod means a quadrupedal or 
or herbivorous god herbivorous dinosaur with a long neck and tail small head and massive limbs so apparently sauropods normally have little heads so they had to add macronarian to mean big fucking head also the whole thing of like longer front legs than back legs i don't even know where that fit in how do they in those few syllables incredible wikipedia called them pillar like which yeah these illustrations have they have pretty stocky legs cool guys across the board Damn, these are so cool. So fact number seven. Mm, yeah. There were herbivores, straight up vegetarians. Cool. Yeah, that's it. All right. That's it. That's all it says. <laughs> Good fact. No examples, just not meat. Awesome. Cool. Also, I am going to look up the ground sloth. I am going to look at the ground sloth to freak myself out. Look at, ah, man. Why is it so big? Stuff used to be big. Huge. And I guess there were a lot of really catastrophic, like, world weather events and things that are big tend to not survive those, but the little things like bugs and germs, I guess, tend to survive. Anyway, they had huge fucking slots that were as tall as trees. That's terrifying and super cool. And they had super big bugs. Hold on. Prehistoric giant bugs. For the listener, I'm not sending these pictures to Micah. I'm just looking at them on my other monitor going, Ooh, wow, wowee, whoa, and not showing Micah anything. <laughs> Ew. Which doesn't make for a very good podcast Bitch, because I have no s- way I can react to this. So sorry. Hold on. This is crazy. Okay, what am I, what am I looking at? Fucking bugs. Big fucking bug. Why is it so big? That is, that, that is, that is Jesus. And that's like the evidence of one that... That's a big, giant, scaly, like it's got, like, armor on the outside. Giant dragonfly. It says it's seven feet long. And it's got a ton of little feet. If you want to freak your fucking bean, Google prehistoric giant bugs. They got that big because there was higher oxygen content in the air back then. Shit, I forgot about that part. That's scarier. Some scientists did an experiment where they took normal-sized bugs from, from our current time and put them in, like, a little oxygen tent thing and then had them stay there, and the bugs grew big. How fast did that happen? I don't, I don't know. It's been years since I read that. Because, I don't know, I don't like that it happened fast enough for humans to observe because that scares me a little. Okay, upside... The atmosphere is never going to have enough oxygen again for that to happen. At least not in our lifetime. Uh, Probably not in our lifetime. Unless we start replanting plants, which we really desperately need to do in order to uh, absorb the carbon dioxide we've been pumping into the atmosphere. Yeah. Only upside to global warming. The bugs aren't getting bigger, but neither are we. Yeah. You know what's really terrifying? Hmm. At a certain level, if there's too much carbon dioxide, people just go crazy. Mm, what? Elaborate on that for me. Uh, one of the signs of carbon dioxide poisoning. Bitch, I forgot that carbon dioxide poisoning was a thing. Do you... How high of an ox... The world's been pretty crazy lately. Yeah, that's kind of uh, partially my theory. Hmm. I'm tucking that away in the file where the boomer lead poisoning theory goes. <laughs> Tell the listeners about the boomer lead poisoning theory, because you told me about it. Well, I already talked about it on the podcast. For the new listeners. They can go back and listen. They won't. We don't know what episode. Okay, long story short, lead used to be in a lot of stuff, including pain, and a symptom of lead poisoning is, like, worse brain function and lower empathy. Anyway, that's kind of And increased aggression. 
Oh, I forgot about the aggression. Yeah, anyway, that's why... Okay, that's why we think boomers are like that. Capital L, capital T. It's just a theory. <laughs> okay, theory. Okay, what's the next fact? Uh, fact number eight. Mm-hmm. There is currently only one species, Brachiosaurus altithorax. Man, but there might have been others that didn't survive because fossilization is a pretty rough process, and it's wild that we've even gotten evidence of the things we do see. Fact number nine. Mm-hmm. They could live to be 100 years old. That's cracked. I hate that. But you don't like the idea of a century-old giant lumbering thing? That's really fucking old. Anytime I see a tortoise and they're like, this, this fucker is 150 years old. And everyone's like, oh my god, he saw World War One and two, and, and now he saw the pandemic. Blah, 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 blah. He didn't see shit. He was there, but like he didn't see. He was like in a yard. He was chilling. He's not a war hero for not dying. It's cool. Is your complaint that old tortoises aren't war heroes? No, that is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying people act like he fought in the war. He was just in a yard. (laughs) He, He ate lettuce and didn't die. You know who I do admire were the people keeping him on him alive. I truly think that that is more of a credit to humanity than it is to this big fucking tortoise who is who is literally carrying. Yeah, but can you imagine inheriting a tortoise like that? God, you that's take care suck. of it. You, you probably got vet bills. And what vet sees giant tortoises? You have to get special vets and shit. Okay, that's got to be the other pain. special vets probably aren't cheap. No, special vets aren't cheap. Honestly, I'm kind of surprised that it even survived, like, the 1950s. Because they did some fucked up shit medically. Just kind of, uh, before and after that. I don't really think we got a lot of it right until recently, relatively. Pretty impressive, I would say, that they didn't kill the tortoise until now. Perhaps he's resilient. Also, to be clear, the giant, the tortoise that I'm thinking of specifically died, I believe, pretty recently let me let me double check but i'm pretty sure it died recently ah i forgot i looked up the prehistoric bugs that sucks oldest living tortoise dies thank you jonathan oh that's a cute name <laughs> they named jonathan that's great world's oldest ever tortoise turns 190 that's from cnn in 2022 January. And then did he die? That means he saw the Civil War. What? That means it lived through the Civil War. Are you shitting me? No. Look, I'll do some quick math here using a calculator because I can't be trusted. That's a lot. To do it in my head because it's been a while since I've had to do math like that. But it's currently the year 2023, so 190. 1833. So it saw, like, the introduction of the cotton gin to the United States. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Okay, it looks like Jonathan is still alive. Uh, In 2012, this is really upsetting. Lonesome George, last of his kind, dies in Galapagos. That is the headline of a 2012 National Geographic article, and that does make me want to cry a little bit. Um, he was a century old, 176 year old Darwin's tortoise died in a zoo in 2006. Sorry, I'm just reading off times different tortoises died. Pretty fucked up. This is up. really compelling. Ta- this is Sorry, really compelling content. But my point is 170, 190. That's cr- 
he was named Jonathan that is was named after British the British monarch wait no way okay 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 no I was like there was no King Jonathan suck my dick this is this is not true okay when Jonathan the giant tortoise was born Queen Victoria was just a teenager and she died more than 120 years ago Jonathan is still kicking that's pretty cool of him well done oh he lived on a really remote island St. Helena that's probably why because people just fucked off man tortoises look crazy anyway we were talking about brachiosauruses super sorry my bad we, we were. Uh, fact number 10. Yeah. They ate between 400 and 900 pounds of food every day. Everything was greenery. Didn't have roads. A lot, lot more trees. Didn't have lawns. Didn't have any of this shit. It was just like all forest and stuff for brachiosauruses to eat. That's a lot of shit to eat. A day. Four, you said 400 to 900 pounds a day. Yes. Three days, that's 2,700 pounds that's roughly a ton. That is. That's so many. Can you imagine how big their poops were? Oh my god, you're right. However, could you imagine how rich the soil was? Damn! From, from all those poops? Probably. Fuck! They probably had crazy-ass plants in the prehistoric era, and we don't even know anything about them because biomatter can't really be fossilized. Like, we can get shit in amber, like bugs... But plants didn't really go in there that much. They could have had giant flowers and shit. They could have had Venus flytraps so big they could eat a whole elephant. I'm pretty sure they're, they're fossils of plants. Are there? I'm going to type in plant fossil. Yeah, there we go. Here's some plant fossils. Are they big? Uh, it's showing some like leaf impressions and shit. Boring. I'm Googling prehistoric giant plant. Bitch, you are shitting me. Giant ground cells, prehistoric plants found on Mount Kilimanjaro. So, uh, fact number 11. Yeah? They had 52 cone-shaped teeth that were great for munching up foliage. The little dunce-cap teeth is really charming to me. That's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fact number 12. Mm-hmm. Recent estimates say they weighed about 58 metric tons, which for Americans is 120,000 pounds. I'm bad at math. 150,000 pounds. 120,000 pounds. 120,000 pounds. That's a lot of fucking pounds. That's impressive. That's a big old boy. Did we talk and about how tall 40, they are yet? And they're 42 feet tall. Remind me how tall a single store or a, thir- a three. They're as tall as a three story building, right? Yes, they're as tall as a three story building. Yes. Okay, fans of Dinosaur Corner might remember that my former metric was school bus. Anyway, we found out that last night the school bus could be between 20 and 40 feet. And then I found out that I don't actually know how big a school bus is and I'm bad at envisioning it. Long story short, school bus is out building stories is in brachiosaurus tall as a three-story building that's pretty fucking big and i would like to apologize to brachiosauri for saying last night that they were shrimpy and little and lame i take it back i was wrong indeed you could sell that that fucker up sorry you need a really long you you know how they tie the shit under the horse uh yeah put saddle on tie straps under the horse need a lot of leather to put that on brachiosaurus that's there's not a joke in there i just thought that'd be a pretty big saddle Proceed. <laughs> yes, it would be a pretty big saddle. Uh, thank you for derailing me again. Sorry. Um, fact number 13. Mm-hmm. It is thought that they would rear up onto their hind legs to reach higher up leaves or for intraspecies combat. Huge fan. Fuck them up. Fuck those guys up. Stomp them. Get shitted on. Uh, fact number 14. Uh-huh. Brachiosaurus had an air sac circulatory system like modern birds. A massive air sac would have sat on either side of their cervical vertebrae, neck bone, 
making their bones lighter and supporting their weight. Now, I don't want to get hung up on this again. But you did get hung up on it last night. I got pretty hung up on this last night. Long story short, how'd the air get in there? (laughs) I don't know. Because it's not circulate like air. Okay, in humans, lungs. It says circulatory system. It says air sac circulatory system. Oh, it is circulating. Yeah. Oh, if you just pointed that out last night, I wouldn't have talked that long about it. I did point that out last night. I repeated it several times, but you just kept going. Well, I forgot. (laughs) Fact number 15. Mm Mm-hmm. They were once believed to be semi-aquatic. Oh, that was what you were taught. This is what I was taught when I was growing up. Uh, (sighs) Naturalists thought that the dinosaurs could only support their heavy weight by walking along the bottoms of lakes and rivers and sticking their head out of the surface to breathe and eat. However... It was revealed later through science that the high water pressure would have suffocated them. They wouldn't have been able to breathe. That is such a... That's a very silly conclusion to me to come to. Because normally stuff that lives in the water... Usually they evolve other <laughs> like aquatic features like, like fins or feet that are better for being in the water. Or bodies that wouldn't fucking crumple under the <laughs> water pressure. But, but they were like... Well, we can't figure out how they did it, so the water's probably helping them float their bones. No, that's not, no, that's not what's happening. <laughs> that's so dumb. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like Nessie. Uh, it, w- it would be kind of like Nessie, yeah. Thrilling. Uh, real quick. Yeah? I gotta pee. Go ahead. We are going to move on to Mischievous Boys. Oh, weenie, (laughs) weenie. You just want to say weenie. Weenie. I wish it was, I wish it was catchier. I wish it was catchier. Anyway, no one ever listens to what I say on this podcast. But you remember the tune. That's the thing. It's catchy enough. It took me months to even remember it. It's, it's good. I'm roasting you, but I do like it. You were just talking about how you can't remember conversations we had. Honestly, yeah, it is a pretty big deal for me to remember anything. (laughs) I don't think the problem is the catchiness of the tune. Fuck you. (laughs) The fact you remember it at all is a testament to its catchiness. You might be right. Also, I got this necklace for chewing on. It's great. I love this thing. It's supposed to strengthen your jaw or whatever. I don't know. I'm chomping the shit out of that thing. Don't worry, I do wash it. (laughs) I do do wash it at the end of every day. Oh, goodness. Um, moving on from necklaces you chew on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to talk about the only mutiny on an American ship in the past 100 years. I feel like there should have been more, but hell yeah. This is from wearethemighty.com, which is a pro-military website, which means it's going to have a right-wing slant to it. This is the only mutiny that happened on an American ship, not just a military ship, but like on any American-owned ship? Uh, yeah, apparently. What's the fucking deal? We could do with more mutinies, I feel like. Is, is that your official stance? My official stance is, yeah, a little more mutiny, actually. I think it would be cool. 
I think that would be interesting and fun, perhaps. Aside from all the bloodshed, be cool, though. Well, that's the thing about this mutiny. There was no bloodshed. Ideal model mutiny. (laughs) On March 14, 1970, the SS Columbia Eagle was on its way to South Vietnam. The United States had been waging a war against the communist North Vietnam to support the fledgling non-communist government in the South. (laughs) Which was set up by the CIA, but, uh... Yeah, that's bullshit. What was this? We are the... We are the mighty.com. Yes. I want to pull up that URL. The troops fighting there needed weapons and bombs to keep up the fight. They needed them. They needed them so bad. Oh my god. Weapons and bombs that they were going to use on who exactly? Well, they said the communists. Awful lot of villagers and civilians got caught up in uh, those bombs. No, that was the co- no, that was the com- that was soup that was the communists. We didn't we didn't. We didn't bomb a fuck ton of civilians. Well, like we did, but like it was, but like it was worth it. Oh my fucking god, they have a lot of. Are they selling shit? Hold on. Probably. Okay, no, they had a tactical section, and so I was like, no fucking way, are they selling tactical gear? They can't be right. Okay, it's articles about tactical thing. Oh my god, I was about to lose my shit. Oh mighty heroes. Anyway. Anyway. The Columbia Eagle was set to deliver those critical munitions. Okay, alright. Crewed by American merchant mariners, the vessel was carrying out a contract to deliver 1,750 tons of ammo, napalm, and other various bombs and missiles to American forces in Thailand. Mmm, that's a lot of shit. Napalm especially. Yeah, napalm, which, uh, do you know how it works? No. It burns in such a way... That you can't put it out with water. Mm. So the only way you can put it out is by smothering it, which just spreads the fire around. That's cool. You know, controversial opinion alert. I don't think chemical warfare is good. This might get a lot of listeners, a lot of pro-military listeners riled up. But um, I think it's bad, actually, when when the, the United States government... Is bad. Does yeah, actually, hey, you know what? Let's scrap the whole thing. Let's, I, I, yeah, that's a good addendum. I don't want to give anyone the impression that I just think we should go back to like fucking oh shit, what is it, Muskets. bayonets? Bayonets. Yeah, I don't think we should go back to that and like cannons and shit. I will admit the part way, way, way back when when they would put like plagued cows on trebuchets and launch them over walls. That's funny. Really bad, though. That is biological warfare. So it's only funny because it's in retrospect and it was in the medieval era and like everyone had the plague, you know? And they weren't throwing plagued cows. They were they were, they were throwing plague dead human bodies. What? I heard it was yeah. cows. OK, it's not funny anymore. I thought it was cows. What? No, no, it was it was bodies. Who the fuck told me it was cows? Wait a minute. Cows can't get the plague. <laughs> I mean, cows can get the plague. Can they? Yeah. A little sniffle? A little fever? No, the bubonic plague like everything else. Everything could get the bubonic plague? Mammals. All mammals could get the bubonic plague. Yeah. We are learning about a lot of really fucked up stuff this episode. All of them? Damn. So they could have done cows, but they chose to do humans, which is fucked up. Yeah. They might have. They might have also done. Anyway, anyway, anyway. (laughs) Focus. Get real. We're talking about a mutiny. (laughs) 
Two of the ship's crew were determined to go elsewhere, and their mutiny was the only one on any American ship in the past century. Sidebar, that's not true. It wasn't yeah, that no. they were determined to go elsewhere, right? Like, it's not like they, they, they were in too deep. Well, technically, they were determined to not go to Vietnam with the munitions. That's true. Okay, that is true. They did they, they did want to go go elsewhere, just not as, like, a way of shirking whatever, whatever. I don't know. It's I, I feel this is written with a... Um, oh, shit. What's the term? When you abandon the army or the military. AWOL? What? Going AWOL? No, there's, like, a term... Not that is the term. Not turncoat, not treason, not treachery. They use it in Game of Thrones a lot. Not treason. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. It's gonna drive me crazy. Synonyms for abandon the army. <laughs> Deserter. Desertion. Yes. Thanks. Uh. Well, <laughs> there is a deserter that comes into the story later. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But Clyde McKay was a native of Hemet, California. His friend, Alvin Glukowski, was from Augusta, Georgia. Mm -hmm. Both men came from military families and abusive backgrounds. Uh, That's not true. Yeah, their families were normal. I listened to an interview that was done on um, Working Class History podcast, Mm -hmm. where they interviewed Alvin Glukowski. That's cool that they straight up had him on the podcast. Yeah, they they actually interviewed him and talked to him about it. That's really cool. And um, no, the backgrounds weren't weren't abusive. In fact, whenever they, they did hijacking, American news reported them as being pill-popping hippies, which was also not true. So it seems like there was suppression of their like distinctly anti-war slant. It was just like, they're druggies and they're dumb kind of deal. Yes. That is an interesting move to like re- like report on the action but remove the politicization from an inherently political action. That's hmm. what always happens with, with, with media. It does seem like it, doesn't it? Hmm. Because media is generally owned by capitalists who don't want to get that story across. Yeah. I'm sure that capitalists don't have, or there's no motivation for like keeping the status quo in check in order to preserve your, um, your business interests as a, as a newspaper. I'm glad journalism is unbiased. We don't have that problem anymore. (laughs) Wink. Sure. (laughs) Wink. (laughs) So anyway, they both joined the Merchant Marine. McKay joined in 1963 and Glukowski joined in 1967. Sidebar, what is Merchant Marine? What is that? Uh, The Merchant Marines? Yeah. Because we said earlier, or we said last night, that like they weren't technically in the military. They were just doing, they were, they were, it was a merchant boat. It is a country shipping that is involved in Merchant Marine is a country shipping that is involved in commerce and trade as opposed to military activity. Okay, okay, I see. Hmm. But they were contracted to carry the munitions. Right, gotcha. Glukowski, in his interview, said that he joined the Merchant Marine specifically to stop napalm from being used in Vietnam. He was so fucking right for that. What a cool dude. Because, in his words, he had just had a kid and he didn't know that he could look his kid in the face and not be able to tell his child that he had done everything he could to help stop the war. Damn. Man, being actionable about his convictions. I approve. Indeed. So despite being fully aware that they were not only risking their lives, but risking a lifetime in jail, they made little plans for the mutiny beyond bringing in guns aboard the ship. Their only other plans included minimizing the number of crew members aboard the ship and starting the mutiny directly after the Columbia Eagle reported its location for the day. Smart. They did that so that 
when they had the crew exit on lifeboats, mm -hmm. other ships in the area would know roughly where the lifeboats were and go pick them up. Oh, they were in lifeboats. Yes, they were in lifeboats. I was imagining they're just floating in the fucking water. No, they gave them lifeboats. Oh, that makes a lot more sense because I was like, man, they just left him out there for a few hours. Like, yeah, they gave the location. But like, if I had to float in one place for four hours, I would I would die. I would drown pretty quick. Yeah, that's a pretty big disconnect, Stevie. No, they gave they mm. gave them lifeboats so that they could actually, you know, survive. Because that, again, that was cool. That was cool of them. Glukowski specifically did not want to harm anyone. Hell yeah. They told the captain they'd smuggled a bomb aboard the ship and forced him to order the cutaway of the lifeboats, leaving 24 crew members adrift on the ocean. The vessel was carrying 3,500 500-pound bombs and 1,225 750-pound bombs. So the captain was not willing to risk the lives of everyone in the area and ordered the boats dropped. Oh, shit. That's a good point. There were more bombs on board, and if one bomb goes off, bombs have a bad habit of we all go off. Yes. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Luckily for the adrift crewmen, the proximity of the Columbia Eagle's last known location would ensure their rescue. Unfortunately for the mutineers, it also signaled an SOS at the Utapau Royal Thai Navy Airfield. Ooh. The mutiny was discovered, and the ship's movements were now being closely watched. Ooh. With only 13 crewmen left aboard, the ship sailed for Cambodian territorial waters, dropped anchor, and requested asylum. However, uh, there was a coup literally the next day, mm, that's overthrowing the government, and it was replaced by a pro-American government. Oh, that's bad timing. That's bad timing. So McCain Glukowski ended up being arrested and held for months. And they went to Cambodia because it was supposedly neutral, but kind of pro-Vietnam. Yeah. Gotcha. Man, pretty bad timing. Because their plan had been, their plan had been get asylum, and as part of the asylum deal, have the country hold the boat until after the war so that the munitions don't get used in the war to harm civilians. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because that's a lot of weapons. That is a lot of weapons. So eventually what ended up happening was Glukowski McKay escaped first. Okay. And he went with a guy whose name is escaping me at the moment. And it's not written in this article, but he was a uh, deserter of the U.S. Army. Hell yeah. He had fought in the Vietnam War and deserted. And they were going to try to join up with the Khmer communists up in the north. They did join up with the Khmer communists who, if that name sounds familiar, it should. They later became the Khmer Rouge and did a genocide. Uh, but well before they did the genocide, they killed McKay and uh, the American deserter as well. Mm, these guys sucked. They, they did. The Khmer Rouge did stuff like killing everyone who wore glasses because they saw that it was a sign of being an intellectual. Hold on. Them being anti-intellectual really shows in that assumption alone. Wow. That is... Jesus Christ. Man, these guys fucking sucked. Yeah, they really did. Uh, Glukowski, on the other hand, mm -hmm. he escaped by jumping into the back of a, ta of a car that was uh, being driven by an American journalist... And they went to the American embassy where Glukowski turned himself in. That is wild. Just hitched a ride. So Glukowski ended up going back to the United States and being brought on trial and had to face charges. 
He pled guilty and was sentenced to 10 years in prison, but only had to serve seven. That's really not bad. Uh, Glukowski currently lives in the United States, works with several Veterans Against the War, uh, war groups. Oh, shit. And also uh, as the holiday side job of being a mall Santa. I am such a big fan of that aspect of the story because I forgot about that until just now. I would really love for there to be like a new moral panic regarding like whether or not a communist is your mall Santa. That is, huh, interesting. So yeah, that is the hijacking of the SS Columbia Eagle. I'm glad things ended up well for Glukowski. Me too. Man, fuck the Vietnam War. Controversial statement alert. Fuck the Vietnam War. And fuck ground slots. And fuck giant bugs. This is a haters only podcast. Since when? We hate a lot, Micah. (laughs) No. My heart is full of love and rainbow and candy corn. You know damn well my heart is far more likely to have candy corn in it than yours is, but candy corn sucks, so it isn't. Don't tell me you like candy corn. Eh, it's okay. You're sick and twisted, but I digress. I don't have a strong opinion on candy corn. It's just not very good. It just tastes like sugar. It's more than that. It's like it's like caramel, but also the texture gets stuck in your teeth and makes them all like, you know? Maybe you're just not good at eating candy corn. Maybe candy corn's not good to eat. Damn. Okay, okay. What I will give the candy corn pumpkins, far more offensive. Those are egregious. More offensive? Yeah. They're too thick. There's like more of it. That's a lot. One time a girl in kindergarten got mad at me because I wouldn't share the candy corn I brought in my lunch because mom always got the candy corn pumpkins and stuff. And in a tiny little Tupperware, I'm not shitting you. I had a single candy corn pumpkin and like three candy corns in there because our mom was fucking weird but that was always in my little tupperware and i shared my little candy corns with my friends then this other bitch who i was not friends with was mad because i wouldn't share and i was like i literally have three candy corns and they're this big and so am i so this isn't gonna work sorry we're not friends and she fucking she tried to snitch on me to one of the like cafeteria people but he was a janitor so he's not like He's just a guy. He was like emptying the trash as this happened. So he he was like, oh, well, well, it was nice of them to share with their friends. And the girl was like, no, she didn't share with me. And he left. He took the trash and walked away. Hell yeah. Thanks, guy. Fuck that bitch. She was five. Hey, fuck you. (laughs) Haters podcast. So I think we have enough for an episode. I feel great about this episode. We didn't even get to my last segment, which, to be honest, wasn't strong. It wasn't strong. Long story short, we went to AnimeMatch.com, and this was a segment Micah pulled out of their ass. uh, And it turned out that the article was actually good, and it actually had good dating tips. Like, it was like red flags. And it was like, is the person a bad person? Then don't date them. And we were like, yeah, man. Can't argue with that, you know? So we're, we're perusing elsewhere. That's the long and short of it. I gave you the, the, the cliff notes. Anyway, I'm also fading fast. I'm like super tired. Oh, yeah. Um, it's been a long day of uh, I, I woke up early to play more Diablo 4. <laughs> That's not true. I woke up early because my guts went sideways because I have IBS. And I figured since I was awake, Might I may as well play some Diablo 4. Might as well play Diablo. I'm imagining you with your PC set up in front of the toilet. No, I ran back and forth. 
for <laughs> that's a little better i was about to make a reference to germa's dollhouse discerning listeners will know what joke i was about to make based on what i just said anyway oh i was gonna you have to ask me where people can find me first you don't have to but you can yeah Michael. so anyway this brings us to the end of the episode so stevie where can people find you you can find all my stuff at stevieb.com that's stevie i do twitch streams which is where i make most of my content now and i'm a huge super fan of it and i'm still on tiktok so i recommend checking me out on there and youtube is where i post all of my vods and all the best tiktoks i make so if you just want all the highlights go to my youtube which is also called stevie b micah where can the people find you the good people can find my music at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. Woo. Uh, we also have a Patreon where for a scant $3 per month, you can get all of our bonus episodes, which for every free episode we have, we have a bonus episode. So, hey, you know, bonus material, twice as much in your ears. And our prices aren't going up with inflation. That's like the price of a candy bar now. Our pr- The $3 Patreon tier, not going up with inflation. That is a gender swap podcast guarantee we added a new tier but that tier is going nowhere yeah we added a new tier which is a ten dollar tier which for ten dollars we will say your name at the end of the podcast Woo! well hold on i actually didn't have it pulled up i I forgot about this part one of them is rose i think rose was the first one of them is rose One of them is P. Wilbo. <laughs> I'm doing this from memory. Oh, yeah. And the, our, our newest one is Louis Meekle. Hell, yeah. P. Wilbo is a great username. Amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. If you pay us $10 per month, we will read your name at the end of the podcast. And also, you get to listen to all the bonus episodes, too. So, again, yeah. you get the twice as much content and, and get us in your ears. Double the us in your ears. Oh, and we have a Tumblr account, Gender Swap Podcast. Um, I post all of our quiz stuff there. I have the the uh, Quiz Takers Master List posted over there. If you want to submit any daily questions or quizzes, you can submit them there through the Ask Box or through DMs. I, I have DM'd listeners on occasion who have reached out to me. Uh, you're all very kind, and I adore you so much. So you can reach me through there, but you can only message Micah through Patreon. Behind a paywall. Yeah, for me, you got to pay to talk to me, which uh, that's as it should be. That's, that's as it should be. I'm the, you know, I'm the, I'm the, well, I'm not like the cheaper. Okay. Like objectively it's cheaper, but the quality is there. The qu- the quality is still there when you, when you talk to old Steve Meister. I would like to make that very clear. Like I'm not like, it's not like a clearance thing. Okay. Just You're stop saying so it is. About this. So, uh, yeah, I think we've, we've done all of our plugs. So. Nothing left to say, but bye. Bye.